All right, PKN, episode 164. You guys were excited about Rob Weinstein? Is that his name? Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, it seems yeah. like Kyle knows a good bit about the yeah, guy. Well, All I know is that he, you know, I see Weinstein Company or whatever yeah, on a lot man. of movies. Yeah, he's a super liberal uh, guy, you know, and uh, I, I've heard his interviews on Stern and stuff, really anti-gun, and, uh, and you know, really close to all of the powerful liberals, so he's really close to the Clintons, and and uh, I saw Hillary Clinton come out against him today, and I just imagine, like, in, in, in private, of course, like Bill Clinton just coming in, it's like, up until now, you've been an amateur in the woman raping business. <laughs> we all wanted to see if you wanted to step up to the pros. <laughs> From no, what I, I can tell, this guy's already in the pros. Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Angelina Jolie, he's he he's assaulted them all, and they're all coming forward. It's it's good stuff, and he's weird with his assaults, right? Because like I feel like if I was in power and I was gonna, I was a dirty old man, I'd maybe, I don't know, be, be you know, you do this for me, and I could hook this up for you, that sort of thing. But he's more like the kind who like just stand there and watch. Just stand yeah. there and watch while I ejaculate in this potted plant. No, no, no! Don't look at me in the eye. Like, like he's, he's in that was a real weird... thing, right? Like pissing yeah. in a potted plant or jacking off into it or something like that. At a restaurant or something, like in a public place, he like blocks the lady's path and and like pulls his dick out. And she's like ah, and he's like just just stand there, and he like jerks off into the plant. If yeah, you ever want to like... be in another Hunger Games movie, you'll watch. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying if you were a rapist, you'd be more of a vanilla rapist, right? Just stick to well, the basics. Well, I think I would. It, it seemed like he was really settling for, for small beans. Mm. You know, I, it seems like you get the same, the same hate and the same punishment. Either way, mm-hmm. you know, they're calling mm-hmm. it sexual assault, and I, I, I've heard rape thrown out there a few times. Although I haven't heard about any penetration, it just sounds like he's just really dirty and creepy. Um, huh. everybody's saying that like, like uh, he pulls it out and makes them look at it. And I heard some like, uh, voicemail kind of thing where he was talking to this Mexican or Hispanic lady and kept saying like, Oh, you got to come up. You got to come yeah. up to my room. And she's like, I'm really not comfortable with this. I'd rather not. And he's like, Oh, you got to I promise I won't do anything this time. Just come on. Cause come I on guess up. he had touched her boob in a previous encounter. Yeah, and, she and he admitted it on the voicemail. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I didn't really like that when you grabbed my breast. And he's like, I won't do it again, probably. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did say. <laughs> no, not probably. But like, yeah. Cre- really a creep. Um, but now everyone's disassociating themselves from him, and I guess he's done with. I mixed nah. him up with Roman Polanski when I first heard about it. Because he was like the uh, other Hollywood rapist type dude. He's a pedophile, and, uh, though, right? And Woody Allen. Was he? There's another one. Yeah, you know, it seems well, like well, you now, just can't use your position of power to get laid like you used to. All right, so, so the big difference, though, <laughs> Roman Polanski, if it's I remember correctly, <laughs> so Roman Polanski was a pedophile. I'm pretty sure about that. That's just kind of burnt into my head. Woody uh-huh. Allen, on the other hand, the only impropriety that I ever heard about him was that, you know, he married his adopted daughter who was like. 35 40 years younger than him or something roughly you know that that's not that bad because like you could we could all envision uh, that going down like we could see how that would happen you're a much much older man this girl's been living in your house you never saw her as a daughter regardless of what the law said and you know you, you were attracted to her for many years but you waited you waited you, until she ripened on the vine and 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 then you had yourself a little fruit cocktail a little asian fruit cocktail Shrug point, Kyle. You know, really, that's how 
That's how this should be done, right? I mean, you, you should pick your underage prey, wait for them to ripen, and then go get in there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, like, if this was a Romeo and Juliet play or a, a Shakespearean play, we'd be like, yeah, well, that's just how it was done. I'm not saying you go to the elementary school and you pick yourself out a good one and put it on layaway. But he's not saying you don't. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> that if you're already in that situation where she's around and these feelings are just there. I think I get it. You, Dude, there are so you don't go many to the elementary school girls. and pick out a kid that you want to fuck. There's some right in your own house, <laughs> you know. If that be just the wait case, until they get older, and you're all set. definitely wait, mm. or you'll you'll be a Harvey Weinstein, Roman Polanski type character, and you'll be infamous rather than famous. Woody Allen's a funny guy Woody too. Woody Allen you is know? infamous for that. Like everybody knows, thinks of him as a creep, because dude, if you're as famous as him, do. you could easily find a young, attractive woman who's not like an adopted stepdaughter kind of thing, you know. I think you're really overestimating the power and charisma of a Woody Allen. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, rich. I mean, he's famous. Yeah, but he's not. Look, have, you, have you looked at that guy? Like, not closely. <laughs> he's better looking than that Sterling, dude. Yeah, but Donald Sterling was Donald so was like old. And, and he, he didn't get a, accused of like harassment or anything. He just got accused of like tactless Instagram use. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Bill Burr's take on that. He's, he, he's like... He, you can fuck him. Just don't take pictures with him. It's like, like I, I feel like he's being awfully fair here. <laughs> like, like you can yeah. fuck him. Just, just don't be on Instagram with him. It was, it really wasn't. I, I think the Don Don Sterling thing was that bad at all. Did he even say the N word? I don't know. I don't, I don't think remember. Donald Sterling but, uh, even dropped an N bomb. You know. This uh, Weinstein thing, like, uh, some people are coming out against it now. But a lot of people are not like they're not distancing themselves from him yet because they're still Hollywood actors. Like apparently like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and they, <clears throat> pardon me, reached out to a bunch of people earlier today to be like, hey, what do you what do you say about this? You know, it's kind of come out that this is an open secret in Hollywood, you know, so you guys have all known about this yeah. purportedly. And people didn't uh, none of them said had any comment. Yeah, said of course anything. not. Yeah. yeah. I, you always hear about that. Like, um, what's the guy who played Frodo? Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood like came out and was talking about all the, the pedophilia that goes on with the uh, in, in Hollywood and how he was a victim and how, how and Corey... Um, how was Corey it? Feldman and Corey, Corey Feldman. Haynes. I think. Yeah, they were both talking about how uh, they were victims of it as well. Um, I, I feel like I like to see that because that Probably group Tolkien, is... I think. You know, they're, or they're, maybe not him. Hmm. I don't know about him. Nobody wanted to fuck him. But I mean, look, if if somebody when fucked him while he was McCoury cute, Culkin. he yeah. lucked out. <laughs> All right, he he should, if he could have gotten his fucking in during that like five year period where he was good looking, mm -hmm. you know, ten, you know, like eight to thirteen or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gets all his fucking in between eight and thirteen. That motherfucker hit puberty like a like and soured. He soured. Maybe so. He turned into. But I think didn't he fuck um. Who's the really hot chick? Yes. Mia. Yes, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Mia Kunis. Yeah, Kunis. I'm terrible with yeah. her name. But uh, yeah, and they went out for a while. I mean, it's like, dude, that is, that is quite the trophy for your, you know, that, that notch on the bud post should be double width. Yeah. That makes me think that, like, there's something wrong with Mia Kunis, though. Like, mm. like, like, like what, what the fuck was she thinking? Who is she, like, is like, she like, married? Loves Home Alone. Who's she with now? 
I don't know. Ashton Kutcher, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I had her I with Timberlake, no but he married Jessica Biel, I think. I'm not uh, good with celebrity I, relationships. I put very little time into keeping them. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like a big. I've exhausted my knowledge. <laughs> Hollywood's a lot like like high school. There's a lot of incestuous relationships. Oh yeah, we all fucked that one, and and it, I feel like if you get one good STD into that mm. group, that you take them all down. Uh, same's true with the cat with the Catholic priests. It, it just, mm. just one STD away from taking the whole thing down. All of a sudden, the Pope got a little itch. I, uh, I, I read something that said that, or I mean, it's a New York Times reporter, and who knows if it's like a gossipy kind of one, but who said that uh, Matt Damon and Russell Crowe helped to hide uh, a you know burgeoning story about Weinstein's harassment all the way back in 2004. Mm, I can believe that. So that, that would sure. be probably not great for their careers, the two of them, if it is solidified Sin as a fact that they did what they could to make sure that story didn't come out. You send Russell Crowe in as the muscle. He goes in there, beats up whoever's, whoever's talking. I was just watching Master and Commander with him. Or, uh, no, yeah, yeah, Master and Commander, where the he, it's during the Nap Napoleonic, mm -hmm. it's the during the Napoleonic yeah. uh, period, and the boat battles. Yeah, yeah. Excellent movie. And just by, like, the, the way they talk, I'm sitting there, like, Googling the words sometimes because, like, they're using the correct vocabulary and they're doing all the ship talk and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what that part really is. Mm. And they use some word for uh, for something that makes pus. Uh, like, like the guy got the doctor gets get shot and the, the ball takes a chunk of his shirt inside of him. And uh, and uh, you, uh, know, you the, got the, pus belly. Yeah, well, you know, he's like he's like a scientific word that that's the just pus not production used. factory. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's a really good fucking movie. You've never seen Master and Commander. That's Rob Reiner. That's um, Harvey Weinstein's muscle right there. He he keeps those those rape ac accusations knocked down. Is there I, no I, Harvey Weinstein movie? What are some I, of his movies? I need to look and see. Well, Master and Commander was fun. It, like it's so, very good. It's an older movie. I, I remember when it came out on video or something. We had just gotten like a good surround sound system in our house in Apex. And uh, my wife went to go visit family, so I had no limits on how loud I could watch this movie. And it's there's fun. like cannonballs going from speaker to speaker, like zinging behind me. And I, I was really excited. It was cool. It's a really loud movie. I, I was watching it earlier, and I, I kept having the – it's one of those movies where you keep have to – you turn it up when there's dialogue. Cause uh. there's, there's, there's quiet dialogue. And then you're like, oh, shit, the battle's coming. Like turn, go from 30 <laughs> to 15. Because this is about to get nuts. You're right. Yeah. I, I, don't, I know sound engineers really like that dynamic. You know, the, the loud parts, the quiet parts. Like this should puncture. It should blast. As a listener, though, it's like, uh, you know, God, like your movie might not even be the center of my attention while I watch it. Can you just go a little more even toned? Do you remember Interstellar, how, how poor the sound mixing is in that? How... how mm -mm. Uh, it's really bad. You, there's so many scenes like uh, there's that scene at the end when his daughter's on the death, her deathbed in the way in the future. And you can't really understand what the fuck she's saying. And it's crucial. Right. Like, like <laughs> it's like this is all built up to this. And she's like, he's like, I, I was always there in the bookcase. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I do. I remember sat through that. two and a half hours of this shit. Do you know, I, you what know she like, says? Like, um, I always knew you were there or something. I don't remember the, it, it wasn't like rosebud or anything. It's not like a, <laughs> Oh my God, like blow you out of the water kind of thing. But, but like 
I, I turn the subtitles on and everything mm. at this point in my life. So I, I really like that, uh, the subtitles being on because... I don't some, get that at all. I do it oh, on YouTube. Man. It's gotten good. Yeah, YouTube uh, subtitles work. They yeah. change the, uh, the font and it's much smaller now and it's a little more subtle. So it's, it's just there for you to peek at as opposed to before where it kind of took away from the video. Yeah, you know, it's nice. That's how I feel about doing subtitles on any English movie like on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Like I can't keep myself from fixating on the text. Like it distracts me from what's going on in the movie. Like I, I don't like it. Here's the thing. Uh, Just put it out there, discard it like we did if you want. But apparently households with the subtitles on, the children are better readers. I mean, Just, that does make sense. I don't have any it? children. And I, I'm already a pretty solid reader. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just boasting at this point. <laughs> I've been reading for years. You know, I've got it down pat. He's 25, yeah, but he reads on a 27-year-old level. Yeah. <laughs> I love those times in, in, uh, in school when... Uh, I remember specifically it was, uh, it was Oedipus. We were reading Oedipus. And each kid would read like a paragraph of this shit. And then like it, it just went down the rows. Like You knew when it was coming to you. Mm-hmm. And you know, count down you, the paragraph, see if you have a yeah. long one or not. Yeah, you, you know, you, oh shit, I got a whole hat, I got a whole page here. All right, let me skim this really quick. This is Oedipus Rex. It's not exactly, you know, like simple reading, and 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 just the, the, you'd always know when that smelly kid was when it got to him. You're like, oh, here we go, and, 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 and then 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 Oedipus, 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 really? You just heard 18 people say Oedipus correctly, and we get to you. Come on. Come on. What are you doing over there, Stinky? I always See, felt there's like a vicious cycle with those kids with reading. Like, you can notice it where, like, that same kid in, like, second grade or whatever wasn't confident in their reading, and they sucked at it. And so then in third grade and fourth grade and fifth grade, they just dread being called on to read, and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? Yeah. Like so much of being able to read well, like I, I hated reading when I was in first grade. I hated it. Like I used to just uh, memorize the little storybooks that they would give us and then just recite them from memory because I wanted to be able to go play with blocks and you could, I couldn't go play with blocks until I'd read the book until eventually one day I, I accidentally recited a book about like a guy on a bike or whatever and it was the wrong book. And she's like, Taylor, you're not reading. You just you're just saying what you know the book says, and I'm like, oh fuck. Well, I you know I am only seven, <laughs> and I should have seen that this strategy would not pan out in the long run. But uh, then they sent me to a class to like make me focus on my reading, and within like two months, I was reading just fine because I was alongside a bunch of people with genuine problems reading, and I was like, Gee, I'm, gonna, I'm fucking killing it in here. I was getting Jolly Ranchers left and right. You know <laughs> what, what's this sound, Taylor? It's a long O. How do you know? There's an E, the letter after the letter after it. You know, the fucking candy me. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, then they kicked me out of that class because they said, you, you just are here for candy now. Poor yeah. little stinky kid over there with just stormy yeah. clouds all over his board. <laughs> I man. know, right? Fucking stormy clouds. <laughs> goddamn back monsoon. when they gave you Taylor's stickers. throwing rappers at him. Yeah, it's <laughs> a goddamn monsoon over there, Octavius. What happened? Oh, I can't finish all my Starburst from the day. You want one? Yeah, <laughs> strawberry. Who wants the strawberry? Did you, uh, did you guys ever do this thing called Relay for Life? No. I don't think so. All right, just... so we did this uh, reading program in elementary school where if you uh, we had a we had a big track at the school not not an actual cool one they just measured off how far you had to run up and down the driveway of the school to make a mile <laughs> and uh like one mile was like 
maybe four points. Uh, I, I don't remember the exact scoring system, but there was a there was a, a length of distance that you would run, and they'd give you a fucking straw. And then when you got done with the running outside, you, they'd count your straws up, and they'd put lines next to your name on this massive board. Or you could read a fucking book. And each book had a scoring a, a number of straws that corresponded to it. And the way they would tell if you actually read the book is we had this really, we had this whole computerized system where you'd go read the book and then you'd take a test on the book really quick like a, on the computer. And as long as you got like an 80 on the test, boom, you get eight points. And so I hated running. I hated it. So I would get the thickest books every time. I would look, I would I wouldn't care what the book was about. I'd find the <laughs> biggest books, the ones that were worth twelve or fourteen points, because that's like three days worth of running. <laughs> and I, I, I'd read through that fucking thing. And and I feel like that that's definitely why I was able to read better than most people in elementary school. And and I, that was a wonderful program because your hate the alternative for running. was running. Yeah. The alternative was running. And, and nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. At, That's at a all. great idea to get kids better at reading. Because I, I know I would have if they were like, "Hey, you don't have to run the mile today if you read two books by next week." Be like, fuck yeah, yeah, I'll read two short little books. I don't want to run. And I don't books. remember. I don't remember what we got in exchange for like points, but it was something good. I oh, there was parties. That's what it was. When you had enough pizza parties, cool parties where they would like. I remember this might sound lame. But they made homemade applesauce, and I still think about how tasty that homemade applesauce was. It had like a brown sugar crust on top. She made it like a crock pot, and and she was scooping it out in these little Dixie cups. And I was like, <laughs> can, can I get get an no one Dixie cup for eighteen miles? Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> so like you, you couldn't get into any of the parties if you if you didn't have the points. And, and you know if you're even if you're in a wheelchair, because one of the girls was. You know, read, read through the books. You'd have plenty of points. Or you could be like Chad and just fucking running all the time. Just just running up, a, you know, a couple miles a day every day like a maniac out there. And never That guy probably still can't fucking read. That guy still can't fucking <laughs> But he's got great cardio. Probably great a cardio. heart healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good program. And I think it was for charity of some kind. Like, it seemed like kids with cancer got something based on how many fucking laps and books we read which i don't know who's financing that shit but. i've always thought that method of charitable giving was kind of bullshit like hey i'm gonna walk around the block six times today will you donate a dollar for every like lap i do or like hey hey can you donate 50 cents for every bowling pin i knock down this afternoon and yeah. at some point it's just like the fuck like here's five dollars don't come back you know? I'll donate a dollar for every bag of leaves you bag up in my backyard. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. That? We'll, we'll, we'll cure cancer in a week over here. It's, it's fall. Uh, I, I, it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm out I here agree. raising money for charity. Uh, no, really, you're begging and performing stunts, and it's just an odd combination to me. It doesn't make any sense at all. Especially the ones where it's like per lap or per mile, and you're basically like inviting people to come watch you at an event under the guise of genuine charitable giving where it's like even if you run 10 miles and you've got 10 donors you know what did you raise 500 dollars? like woo wow <laughs> but but really what you got was 500 dollars worth of attention running around you know <laughs> putting on your instagram and your tinder oh i need to go do that for my tinder go pretend to care about some charity oh, and, and just actually just sign up for it 
pour some water on myself and stand somewhere where you can't see, and then I'll just go home. <laughs> there, and or people who do stunts under kids. the guise that it's a noble thing. Like, I, I've got one in my head. There's a paramotorist, and she was, I guess, doing like flying her paramotor across Russia, which east to west is really far. It's a big, big, big trip, Real and big. <laughs> she claims she's doing this to like monitor swans and figure out why they are or aren't flying or whatever and it's like motherfucker like you're getting people to give you money as if you can watch them better from your paramotor it's a terrible like craft yeah. to do this job you know you can you follow them in a car up, a swan up there <laughs> like no just have a drone up there if you really give a shit but then a drone no. or a car or a regular plane or, or like a or little radio satellite. ID tag on their on their leg. Like there's a lot better ways to do this than yeah. to put around your fucking paramotor. I, I love paramotors, but let's not pretend they're useful. I'm gonna <laughs> I wanna go research orcas. So I'm gonna go ice skate across glaciers and hope <laughs> I find one. It's like no, just Yeah. You're just looking for money and attention. Exactly. Oh, you mentioned no. Tinder and uh, like beefing up your Tinder pictures. You need some pictures of some sick kids, man. You need to go to like mm. you need to get some fucked up kids. Go to like the the cancer ward or something. Bunch of bald kids, preferably like leukemia and shit. Okay. Yeah, you want you want to be like paper. get them together <laughs> in a group. Get them together in a group. And, and I feel like you want to be like you know the, like, you want to be the like the mentor. You want to add add mentoring to mm. your uh, to your to your to your bio like, hey, like that. Hear me out. I think you should go to a graveyard, right? Just to show that you've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know. Show up at a kid's funeral. Oh. I'll be over. I'll be. I'll be on the other side of the telephoto. Choo -choo, choo -choo, choo -choo. Mm -hmm. Get you with the grieving parents and stuff. Maybe like throwing a rose down in a child casket. Not me. I'll, I'll be there up close with one of those stabilizers pivoting around you. <laughs> you could shed a tear. <laughs> could you could, could you bounce a little more light off of Taylor's? Off, yeah, on the left side. Yeah, oh, you're looking good. Looking good. Mom, Taylor, Dad, right here. Right you, here. Not in the lens. <laughs> you backed the off lens. the Tinder thing for real, though, Taylor? Like it, it, it seemed like you took less of an interest in Tinder when it came up last PKA. Like, you're like, yeah, you know, I... Like, oh, I mean, it, it's going like about the same like i i, I kind of slowed down for a couple weeks with it just because i was busy with other stuff but oh. that's kind of the nice thing about it is i hopped on the other day and it was like oh a few a, a, a new crop <laughs> of, of girls let's, let's sift through some of these and of course as with most of them it's like ah no Ooh, no <laughs> so no. oh yeah this ties yeah, into my definitely, question definitely. i i don't understand why guys swipe right on everybody it doesn't make sense because I, 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 I think you did at first what I would have done, which is like, you know, yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no, no. And uh, why don't you say no to people? Like, See, that's I, I do say no to like I started out just doing all swiping right. Okay. And now the only time that I do a bunch of swiping right is if like it, I just get aggravated. And I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck this. Like, there's, there's chicks out there for right now. I don't want to have to put in time getting to know them or anything. Like, there's, there's you know, people who are down to, to fool around. And then you just, fuff, 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 and then, you know, see what you get back and then just shoot just a message and time. play the field. Yeah, saves time. It's a shotgun effect. And it's like, once they message you, it, it's not like you're swiping right and now we're engaged. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to swipe right on a whole crop of bitches. And then I'll sit back and watch TV. And after my phone's been going mm, 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 for a few minutes, I'll see what I've got. Oh, okay. Seinfeld's over. Now let me see. Oh, nope. You're gone. 
you're gone. So you're swiping left look, after the match, essentially. Yeah, you, you get rid of. Yeah, I mean, find you test just the waters. Don't reach out. You don't know because, what kind of night yeah. it's gonna be. You know, my, tonight might be a, a fat chick night. Tonight might be a chick with a cleft but, palate. But you, <laughs> I, I, if I understand the sequence of events here, you swipe right. She gets notified. You swipe right. She swipes right. Yes. And now there's a match. And then you say, "Oh, I should have never swiped right on Fatty." And you just get rid of exactly her. because you're swiping right so fast that you're not even registering the Is faces this, you're just flipped it because normally it's the guy who puts himself out there and deals with all the rejection right now it's the girl that does because guys just reject them after you know something it's a it's a little different because like i the the best looking man on tinder doesn't have as many matches as the ugliest woman on tinder that's a that's a law of the internet and <laughs> like it's true like and so when you swipe right on say a hot chick and then she swipes right on you and it shows up oh they saw you matched and they matched with you that means that you're already over the hump she's looking through hundreds if not thousands of guys that have matched her and she's very selectively picking the ones she wants so just getting that swipe from a good-looking girl already shows she's interested enough in you, which is why, to Harley's point, there's no point at all in making the small talk and everything on there. Like, just try and meet in person as soon as possible and get it over to your cell phone instead of messaging on Tinder because that makes it way more kind of official in a way, not as, mm. not as odd. And also, the fact that she's messaging you. If you're messaging a girl on Tinder, every eight seconds she's getting a notification from another guy who matched her. So you don't want the girl sitting there messaging on Tinder. You want her on text. Makes, you know? Yeah. A lot of moving pieces. There yeah. are. And it just <laughs> occurred to me, like, see, in the real life dating that we did back in the day, the woman wasn't constantly getting other offers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she was. If she's a pretty girl, there's always guys out there you know, seeing what's up. But not quite Tinder to the point where, like, during your conversation, there's 15 other opportunities, you know? Yep. It, if she's not looking for opportunities in real life, the amount she gets is pretty limited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes every girl think that they can get a Brad Pitt looking guy because a Brad Pitt looking guy will swipe right on every kind of looking chick <laughs> doing the, the tactic that Kyle and I said, of just swiping right as many as possible and, and seeing what happens. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's starting a wonderful to, to turn up like, my Tinder hmm. game again. And so, so we'll see if we have anything new yeah, in the next couple. Yeah, you're, you're in a new plot. you're in a new place there, looking real nice. Yeah, I, I it like does your, look good. Thank I you. I like your new place. Yeah, you're in a great area there for pussy. Uh, there's there's just lots of young young ladies there by the junior high. I think you're gonna <laughs> it's gonna go bananas <laughs> so uh, by the daycare and all. But you'd have to wait tender, five years. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, not I, uh, tender. It's nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> nuggets. Yeah, that's uh, the name of the year of your horrible <laughs> pedophilia child app. dating that's, that's app. So disgusting. There <laughs> is one for that. All right, look, no, there there's... is. It's not a Tinder, but there's like a social. And look, I'm not aware of what it's called. I don't even know, but I know it exists because I've heard about older guys who like get caught on it. There's like a teen social app. But the teens use it to hook up as well. And it's like 14 to like 16 or 17 or something like that. And uh, 
So yeah, that that would be nuggets. You know, you go in there, swipe swipe right on all those little kids. They don't have car. Holy shit, you got a car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all so ta- myself over here. Taylor, you're done, you're moving. Is your are all your stuff in boxes right now? Uh, I'm mostly unpacked. I'm mm-hmm. kind of just going through like the long laundry and all that, and then a couple just decoration things that I need to do. But for the most part, it's you know I'm not too concerned with the feng shui. You're undecorated it, behind you though. Like I, I was expecting you to like priority one put up some blue stuff. I don't know why. I maybe because that's oh. all I see. It's higher on my perceived list of priorities for you. <laughs> like like oh, it's it's really critical that Taylor has blue stuff plastered <laughs> on every flat surface, you know, because the ones I see have it. I just assume that all the ones I don't are similarly filled with blue wallpaper or <laughs> something like that. Right, because <laughs> I don't have all my blue stuff up yet. Uh-huh. I still need to get my shadow box up. And then like <laughs> I want to buy nicer blues stuff mm. because a couple of my banners were just old and not good looking anymore. And so and also I got rid of 100 percent of my posters because it got to be like about Jersey, you want to frame Jersey? I'm old enough now that I shouldn't have posters. You for should be getting into oil paintings at this point. Oil paintings, um, maybe oil like oil paintings house. of blues players. Yes, ah, uh, duh. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh, the move. So, I I had the worst possible experience with a moving company, where I uh, on, I guess Saturday I was moving, and so Friday. After having booked like a week prior, these these fuckers called me and were like, hey, just confirming that appointment for your move tomorrow. We'll be there between 8 a.m. and 930. And I'm like, OK, yeah, so far, earlier so the better. I want to get this done as soon as possible because I've got people showing up later in the day at the new place to deliver uh, my new bed or you know, get the Internet set up or power or whatever. So, you know, yeah, let's get this done early morning. And they're like, OK, yeah, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow morning. So I'm, I'm ready to go at 730 Saturday morning. Like just almost like pacing around, just ready. <laughs> Everything is unplugged, and so I have no entertainment other than my phone or a. Who's book, boxing so. it up? Is that part of their job? No, no uh, everything is boxed up. Everything's yeah. ready to go. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of uh, moving the big furniture. I hate inconveniencing people with moving, and so I prefer just to hire people and get it done. Mm-hmm. And also, then there's no awkward situation if they drop and mess up your furniture, like a friend of yours, because then it's like, well, fuck. Okay, well. I was gonna, I was gonna buy you pizza or whatever after this, but you just broke my couch. So yeah. but, <laughs> welcome to uh, Fritosville. Yeah, <laughs> you get You've fucking been downgraded. <laughs> you One get pizza flavored Pringles. You fuck. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> uh, and so nine comes around, and I and I get a call from them. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna be late. Uh, I'll call you in forty-five minutes and give you an update." I'm like, okay. So nine forty-five comes and goes. 10.30 rolls around, haven't heard from them. And so I call <laughs> again. And I'm like, hey, can you give me an ETA? I really need to get figured out because I have a lot of moving pieces. You're in the moving business. You know what it's like to move. Like you have a lot of moving pieces on the same day. And the most important aspect are the movers. And if you guys don't get it done, like I, I, I'm up shit creek. And he's like, okay, you know, I'm really sorry about that. Or, sorry. He didn't say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm injecting politeness in there. He said, well, I'll let you know as soon as it's it's available. I'll, I'll uh, probably in the next 20 minutes, uh, our crew will get back from their current job, and then then I'll I'll reach out to you and have them call and, and confirm. I'm like, all right, just let me know. Noon comes around, <laughs> I call again, very upset at this point. I'm like, hey, three hours late at best. 
when are you guys going to be here? Because I've already missed an appointment. I've had to call a family member to go to my new place to meet up with the uh, the furniture people who were on time and the internet guy who was on time. You know, so there's a family member being inconvenienced over there right now. Please don't don't you know lead me on. Just tell me when will you be here? Like I need to make a plan. And he's like, honestly, it's going to be another hour. I'm like, fine. Fine. I so so I guess you know one o'clock. I'll see you here. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll let you. I'll have him call you as soon as that happens. Two o'clock. <laughs> Two o'clock shows up. I've I'm on the phone with my mom, who's over at my new place, going like, oh yeah, the furniture people. They got your bed all set up. They got everything. Like your internet's all good. You got you know great place for your TV. Are, are the movers over at your old place yet? And I'm like, no, no, they're not. And the movers who brought my bed here overheard my mom talking to me on the phone and they go oh is he using xyz company and my mom's like uh yeah yeah i think he is and they go they're not going to show up they're not going to show up they basically do this thing where they get way too much business over the weekend and their company's too small so then they have to hire moving teams from other companies that aren't working over the weekend to try and fix to fill that workload and uh, my mom relayed this to me i was livid obviously. And so I just was like, all right, if, if they haven't met up with me by the time those guys are done at my new place, just send them over here. You know, I'll pay them a premium. Just got, we got to get this done. And so they finished up. I ordered the new movers. They come over a couple of just all-star gentlemen. Wonderful. I was so happy to have them start. What? White guys, black guys, uh, one white guy, one black guy. Perfect. (laughs) <laughs> perfect now i know that's it's a dream great. team right there <laughs> they showed up the white guy will make sure the black work. guy doesn't steal anything the <laughs> black guy he'll lift the heavy stuff you gotta you gotta fuck it i got some flooring put in today white guy and a black guy i knew they'd keep each other straight <laughs> the white guy was actually the bigger one he had like these like those mover hands were like watching him pick stuff up it was like oh jesus christ like that's a brock lesnar sized hand on a guy mm-hmm. like two inches shorter than me this guy clearly has been picking things up for a while and uh, <laughs> then I just called the the old mover place through a bit of a tiff uh, and was just like, I paid a hundred dollar deposit for you guys to be here at this point. By the time the new movers got to my place and we started moving, it was three forty five. And now you're ready to talk trash because you have a backup and plan, right? I, I could tell you were sort of holding back the true feelings through the most of this story. Like, all right, hey, you know what? I can work with you. Just tell me when you can be here because they had you over a barrel. Now yeah, they don't. Because you can't rip on them too much before they come move your stuff. Or they'll fire they you as always, a customer. Yeah, they'll fire you as a customer or they'll just, you know, do whatever they fucking do. And I was just so upset at this guy, like on the phone being like, hey, uh, you guys are six and a half hours late at best, seven and a half hours late if you came at the time early when you said you'd be able to get there because I booked it a week early. So uh, I'm canceling this and I want my deposit back immediately. And they're like, sir, we'll we'll be there in just like 45 minutes. I'm like, no, that, that ship has sailed, sir. Like, I know you're probably not the guy, the dispatcher, or doing this, but this is unacceptable. Unacceptable to make a paying customer. You were going to charge $100 an hour, wait for six hours? Like, no, absolutely not, you know? And and I, I wanted to do a thing where I was like, you know what? I, I'm on a pretty successful podcast. Wouldn't that be a fucking shame if I gave <laughs> the name of your company out and your Google reviews were ruined? 
Wouldn't that be horrible? Well, you're a small-time company. You'd have to get a Google agent on the phone, wouldn't you? A Google rep. You know how long that's going to take you? Good a couple weeks because they don't care. You know what's going to happen then after you get a Google rep and you say you want to purge reviews that are clearly false? They're going to say, we're not able to selectively purge reviews, sir. We'll have to purge them all. And then your ranking will sink even lower. Oh, no. That'd be a disaster, wouldn't it? That would crush you. Suddenly, uh, college hunks moving junk will skyrocket in their, uh, in their popularity. Them? No, no, that's the name of a company that yeah, yeah. I should have chosen because yeah. all their reviews were killer. I sh- I'm going to pick them next time. Yep. But uh, God, that pissed me off. Like, it, it would be like me ordering brunch and then somebody bringing me a scrambled egg at 7.30 at night. Like, <laughs> it's just I threatened my internet company with that same sort of threat once before. Like, like, like I, I went in and I just said it. I, 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 was, like, I was like, we get about... 10 million listeners a week. You know, I just lied. Like, they're not going to check. They're not going to check. You know? check. <laughs> just, and, and you can, she's in the back. She's like, this guy's out here and he says he, he's going to, he's going to talk bad about us on the radio. Yes. Well, we got to do something. He ain't had internet <laughs> for three radio. days. They're tethering their phones over there, Mike. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, people anyway. care. I, I got um, my daughter's car inspected today. And the the uh, business owner, the mechanics, I go to a small mechanic because there's like this implication, like you pass the car and I'll bring the next one. That's how we work here. You know? So I bring it there, like the two front tires are bald, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I think these tires, are, he's like, they're bad. You'll still pass, you know, we're going to pass it. I got a new tires, but uh, anyway, he was telling me about the reviews. Like, yeah, 2% of people, they just complain. They write, they write. I had to talk to some kid's dad to get the review fixed. And I was like, damn, I, I didn't know they cared, but they seem to. Yeah, yeah, especially in the restaurant business, like like because, especially when I'm traveling. Like if you live in an area, then you just know. Like I know the shit places around me. The Wendy's near me is fucking dog shit. Like mm. it's 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 like not a full st- full time Wendy's because they're they're built onto a gas station. It's it's like a like 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 a big truck stop gas station. It's one of those type restaurants, and it's a full service thing. It's not like they got half the menu or something, but they're just terrible at their jobs. Just really really bad. They leave stuff out. It takes three times longer than a regular Wendy's. And I, I just know their shit. But when you're traveling, you don't know. So if, if I see one or two poor Yelp reviews, if there are three, I'm not wasting my time with this. I'm just going to yeah. keep on going. Look for somebody who's four or five stars. Hmm. Yep. Those, those reviews matter a lot. Especially for a company like a moving company that's pretty much getting all of their acquisition, you know, digitally. So I feel... Some- Oh, I was changing okay. topics. I feel bad we didn't do the hockey pool. Is it too late? Can, do you have to do it at the start of the no, season? No, we can do it anytime. No, no, no it's no, week it's, to uh, week. Yeah, it's it's week to week, so you can do it anytime you want. That's it. Huh, okay. Yeah, we can do something like that. That would be fun. Ovechkin scored seven goals in his first two games. Best player in hockey, clearly. Clearly right now, he definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Better than that whiny crybaby Sidney Crosby. I, yeah. I need to check and see what the... Uh, what the reception is because the penguins went to the white house today and you know of course some people will be upset by that but like i can't imagine most of those players giving a fuck like a lot of them are just like sven whatever the hell from finland and they're like it is it's honestly just a lot of fun to be here you know like <laughs> i didn't ever think i'd even make it to help play hockey in the usa much less show up at the white house i mean come on like, <laughs> <laughs> you got gay mid-accent yeah. i'd want to see like uh <laughs> like uh trump shake hands with like evgeny malkin like one of the big russians 
be like, oh, we've met a few times before. Mm -hmm. I remember this one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you tell your uncle. You tell your uncle, I'm coming through with those deals. I have you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he already... I don't know. I, I try not to bring up politics all the time, but when I'm not watching PKA, I follow it like super close. And uh, I guess he's 10 days late now at implementing the sanctions that like by law he has to because Congress and the House of Representatives signed it. Remember that? It passed 98 to 2 or something. Yeah, there's sanctions against Russia. But oh, apparently there's something to be figured out in the sanctions. It's not straight up like you can't sell whatever wheat to Russia. It's more like you need to figure out which of these players should be sanctioned. And uh, the White House just fucking hasn't done anything. It it's appears. on him. Yeah. It, 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 he's it, had his hands full, though, right? He's with Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's it, it's on the White House. It's on the executive <laughs> branch to do something, like to figure something out. And it seems like they have no, like, just horsepower in that engine over there. You know, they, get, they can't really do anything. They just sort of fuck about and comment on shit, but they don't. They don't come up with, like, their tax plan is something that you just, like, whip up off of the top of your head. Their immigration plan, their health care plan is all like, you know what? I think everyone else should figure out what it is, and then we'll sign it after you figure it out. And uh, somehow in the sanctions, the executive branch has to figure something out, and they haven't. It seems like they're just late on their homework. I don't they know. didn't rape anybody. Never hear about Trump pulling it out. Yes, you do. Trump has been there. accused of sexual assault seven times. Yeah, but his is always a cool sexual assault. I don't believe it. I don't believe any of that. And his <laughs> lies about Donald. Now, like why Donald, would you? Donald is a great guy. Well, no, he he gets himself a prostitute, right? Like, <laughs> like he doesn't need to assault it's these women. He, he does He's more than willing and capable Apparently, to go. Apparently, Trump said uh, regarding Mario Lemieux, you may have heard of him, Woody. He said <laughs> during this uh, this thing today, he apparently said like, and Mario Lemieux hits that ball so far. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> But my favorite thing about Mario Lemieux, Mario Lemieux was a great player. He oh, yeah. retired. He had like Hobgkin's lymphoma or something. He retired, got inducted into the Hall of Fame. They changed the rules. Like you can't get in the Hall of Fame like the year after he retired. But with him, they decided to. I don't know if it was cancer related or what, but they were so good. They're like immediate Hall of Fame. Then he unretired. So he was the only Hall of Famer in the NHL, right? Like normally they're f whatever forty or something when they get in there, but not Lemieux. Like, so, and it's like, yeah, you know, he, he got a hat trick, and it's like, well, he should. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, there's no other Hall of Famers in the NHL. I, I, yeah, they, uh, they have rules like that. They're like, no, 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 not till ten years afterward can we induct you just to make sure that your legacy holds up. But like for Gretzky and Lemieux, they're like, yeah, but like not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> but these guys get in. Uh, you know. I are you gonna watch uh, the football game this weekend when Missouri's playing UGA? Oh, uh, you mean when we get butt fucked. Yeah, butt fucked. We are gonna but be. A uh, buddy of mine is going to uh, to Athens to see the game, uh, and, and of course he's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get crushed, but it should be fun. It should be a fun time." <laughs> oh, obviously, will. the Georgia fans are gonna be happy and in good spirits, High you know, stuff. because they will win. The only way that Mizzou has any chance whatsoever is if it is a horrible delay or not horrible, a horrible rain out or the field is so shit that it somehow takes all talent and skill out of the match <laughs> and replaces it with luck. Like if nobody can hold on to the ball, if it starts hailing. It's like just mud and fog it. and hail all at once. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can't uh, see downfield. The passing game's gone. Right? Yeah, <laughs> 
so fucking funny though is if the bulldog season got ruined by an upset to mizzou like the worst team in the sec east or one of the worst teams in the sec would, this year it would it's unfathomable fathomable <laughs> I, I i can't imagine that that even happening the uj is ranked fourth in the country now um they're next year's gonna be even great. better they got two they, got, they have two five-star qbs right now they just signed the uh not signed but the the number one prospect in the entire country just signed just signed to georgia uh, so next year they'll have three five-star quarterbacks. Just outrageous depth at that position. It's just just the, the bandwagon is in full-on mode. I, I'm like as I said last week, I'm driving the bandwagon now. Just whipping <laughs> the horses. Got the reins in my hand. Have you just, got any like brand spanking new UGA gear? <laughs> no. I, I thought it would be funny if I if I did. I, I, I was looking. I was on eBay the other night, and I was just like, what if I just got a full-on like suit? Like a, like a, just just UGA like like head to toe just just cut and I couldn't find all of their merch like it's not it's not obvious that it's UGA like they don't stick their brand big they've just got like a little G on it and I didn't want that it wasn't over the top enough to be funny and that's the only reason I didn't pull the trigger like I wanted to be like covered with like and, and gaudy boo dogs yeah getting super psyched. Speaking of bandwidth, and I normally don't get too excited, but NC State is having a year, right? So NC State is at a level where if they get ranked, it's kind of exciting. Like, oh, look, we're in the rankings. We're top 25, you know? Quick, recruit someone until we lose a game. You know, like that. that's usually how it goes. And uh, there we were. We were ranked 24th, and we were up against the number 17 team, Louisville. We have one loss already, so it's not like we're in like Georgia or something where you don't know how good this could be. Like, if you never lose... You don't know what you're like capable of because no one's tested you yet. But we already have a loss, and it was against some shitty team. Like I, I don't think I've ever even heard of them. You look at them, you're like, you lost to William and Mary. No, William and Harry. Who even is that? I don't even know them. And uh, and we lost one of those teams that it's supposed to be like an easy win in the first game or two. But we beat Louisville, and we went from 24 to, like, 20th or 19th or something. And, and, like, normally, like, I've seen it so many times. We get ranked. We go against a fellow ranked team, and then we get exposed. But it worked the other way. We raised our ranking. And I'm like, how could this, like, it, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, we don't have any more ranked teams this year. I'm like, is it possible we go, like, 11-1 and one this year or something wild like that? What, uh, what conference are they in? ACC. Yeah. Okay. So oh, uh, you're there, Clemson. Yeah. Oh, not not looking good, my friend. Number two country in the number two team in the country is uh, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. Solid. Let me look at these. All of the people from Clemson say Clemson, but it's Clemson. Do they? Or yeah. I guess my buddy who went to Clemson isn't from that area. There's yes. no P. There's not. Oh, it's it's C L E M S O N Clemson. Is uh, Louisville actually good this year? They were 17th when we faced them. And I am wrong. We, like, so we have Pitt coming up. I don't know if they're good this year, but they usually have a real team. Then we have Notre Dame, which it's not their best year. But then we have Clemson, Boston College. They're probably bad. But no, we've got a couple teams. We could very well lose three in a row <laughs> coming yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. UGA has a pretty easy season uh, so far. We, um, the, 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 the opponents we have faced that have been decent, like Tennessee, they beat Tennessee forty-one to nothing. 
Um, they've outscored uh, the the rest of the SEC by a hundred points in total. Like yeah, but Mizzou is zero and three in the SEC, so we're due for a win. This yeah, mm. three and three up. over there record. Uh, they managed to beat up the teams they paid to come play them, so that's good. Uh, but Dude, it's, it's, it's good. No, Mizzou, Mizzou. No, we have we only we're one and four. Oh shit! I thought you were three. Okay. No, that's, Mizzou that's, has been. This is our worst year I've looked in a at this long matchup. time. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, Georgia and Missouri are playing. Let's see how everyone is. Ooh. Or yes. Yeah, <laughs> Missouri yeah, is having uh, an uncharacteristic. We Missouri State 72-43 to 43 the first game of the season, and everybody was like, oh, oh, we gave up 43 points to Missouri State. Um, <laughs> well, we won. You know, maybe this will be one of those years where we just score a lot, and then they score a lot, and we just, it's a battle. And then, like, the next game, we get, like, borderline shut out by uh, uh, South Carolina. And then we lost to Purdue, thirty-five to three. You know that powerhouse Purdue, the Boilermakers. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. And then of course Auburn uh, bent us over a barrel. Um, Kentucky did. Like there's, we we've got Georgia next. Georgia's going to be a thrashing. Uh, we've got Florida, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt, and Arkansas. And I don't know if we're better than any of those teams this year. If the over/under is forty. You know, Georgia beating Mizzou by 40. I, I oh, think I take the over. That's the spread, you mean? Um, well, you could do it that way, but I was saying if the over-under was Georgia scoring 40 on them, oh, um, oh. I would go with over. I'd take I, over I, I don't on know 50. Any, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 50 may be a good call. I, I think Georgia scores 50 on Mizzou. The only, the only bad thing about being Georgia is no matter how good you are, Alabama's there. Yeah. <laughs> just to win your conference, you still got to f- play against the fucking Crimson Tide. Those guys are no fucking joke. Like, like UGA runs to score up on people. They have been all year just having a great time. Everybody except for Notre Dame, maybe, which they beat. But Alabama, teams disband after Alabama. <laughs> so they're like, maybe let's try field hockey. You know, let's, let's, let's go in a different direction with this. Can, can any of you guys swim? <laughs> Dude, Alabama has been so good for so long, it's aggravating. Like, my entire, uh, or most of my college career, at least the second half, it was Alabama. Rank one, rank one, rank one, rank one, every single year. Like, it's it's exhausting. And I and it, it totally makes sense. You could take Alabama's second team and have a competitive SEC team. The weird like, that's thing how good they are. college football or college sports in general, like, the better you are, the sooner you draft. Right, like imagine if like whoever wins the Super Bowl this year gets first choice at next players. That's how college football works. It's yeah, better we have than even that. more of the Patriots every it's, year because everybody's free agents and they don't get paid. <clears throat> Bullshit. I, I don't. I, I like that uh, Georgia's having a good year this year and that that guy signed with them because that bodes well for the future. You know, if it, it, it's the rich get richer in college football, I, yeah. there's a big disparity between the best and the worst, a massive one. Like the worst college football teams are, they're at high school. I don't, I don't think that Alabama could beat the worst NFL team, but I bet there's some high school teams out there in Texas that could whoop up on some of these college teams that are just shit. Like some of these college, Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be D3. I think all the D1 teams beat Texas high school oh teams. yeah no way a d1 any d1 school is losing to a high school team like they're just too big too fast too strong yeah like there's just just in the same way that if alabama played 
who's the worst team in the NFL? Jacksonville, or are they not bad this year? I don't know. I always just point to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> usually yeah. you can Cleveland, do well there. Let's. I'll have to look it up. That, give something to Cleveland. Give them a little bit of fun getting to beat up on Alabama, and let's give Alabama a little dose of reality. You know, oh. as they because there are Alabama fans out there and Auburn fans in particular that I've met who are like, oh, yeah, like this year, Alabama would have made a real game versus Jacksonville. This was like two years ago when Jacksonville ah. was like one in, you know, one win on the entire season. And it's like, no, like not only would it not be a good game, half of the Alabama line would be injured two plays in. You know why? The biggest guy on that line is smaller than the smallest guy on the Jacksonville line. And that Jacksonville guy, you think he's just eating a lot of baked chicken every night? No, there's some more <laughs> stuff going down. Like, that guy could lift a, a, a Prius and throw it at the Alabama line if he wanted to. Like, I would love to see an exhibition match of Alabama or Auburn or Clemson or Georgia, one of the top five ranked teams, just getting blown out. Yeah, you don't ever so hear fun. about performance-enhancing drugs in the NFL because they, they, they. Oh yeah, yeah, those guys are on horse testosterone. Because they're so yeah. clean, they just can't catch anyone, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. It's like, oh, we tested, uh, and and everyone's dirty. Um, so it's either we, uh, it's either we shut down the whole league or we just let it fly. Oh, we'll let it let it fly, let it fly. Cool. <sighs> Jerry Jones told the Cowboys uh, he owns them that uh, you either you either stand up for the anthem or you sit for the game. Well, I, the, the NFL is contemplating a rule for it. Are the employers, and that's and, Jerry Jones. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck on. Like, of course, you know, we we don't want like Black Lives Matter, for example, marching through the streets, breaking windows and shit like that. That's not fair. But to silently kneel and get some attention, it seems like you just don't want to hear him at all at some point because that's kind of. Low key, nonviolent. You, you know? nail at halftime. Well, it's it's definitely nonviolent, of course. But it's like time. a matter of like business for a lot of these owners, where like a lot of their viewers are dropping out. They had I saw something today about the NFL having yet another of the worst Monday night ratings they've had in years, where they just sucked. And like you shouldn't be able. the 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 employers are the only ones whose business it is. Like if you go to your place of business as a player for the Patriots or the Cowboys or whatever, and the owner of that team, your your boss says, no, we're not allowing this. You're at work. You can't do it. Then, yeah, you have to obey that. You're at work. But like, yeah, guaranteed the ratings the don't is. go up when they stop kneeling. That's not the issue. In my opinion, I, I suspect it, yeah, the issue is cord cutting is commercials. People just don't want to watch that style of show anymore. It's concussions. It's the game getting worse. At, uh, it, it, it's a lot of things. It's the, the game, it's a lot of things. Bill Burr talks about the breast cancer thing where like 1% of the money went to breast cancer and then they're, they're, uh, you know, they're sort of feminizing the game and, they, and they're focusing on a, a bunch of bullshit that doesn't fucking matter. And what you really want to see is like, a bunch of gargantuans going to war with each other and fucking hurting each other. I want to see brain damage. When I heard that there was <laughs> permanent brain damage, I was like, wow, that's the sport for me. You think Dana White would put up with that shit? <laughs> to watch. Oh, to, to watch. watch for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I mean, you know, it's, it's like the military. Like, like I, I mean, I'll watch that shit on TV, but you're not getting me around. <laughs> no fucking way. No fucking way. Maybe if, if, if I get to pick and choose, like, who we're fighting, like, if we're going to do some, like, I get to be in one of those like big fifty million dollar tanks or whatever, and we're gonna go fight against some Russian tanks from the seventies. Sign me up! <laughs> let, 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 I would love to do that. If I get to be an Apache and we're like 
2,000 meters away, hovering silently, and, you, and you're looking at those guys on Ford, looking in for red, and just going, eh. fuck yes, I've played this game before. Chopper, gunner, <laughs> engaged. But there's no fucking way I want to go get on the ground and, and like shoot it out with some people. Yeah, Hello. as you get off of the Apache, you don't want you know a 240-pound linebacker to blindside you. And <laughs> give you whiplash. Did you guys get upset with Pence and his political stunt? Nah. I don't really care. Just like I don't really care that they do the kneeling at games either. Like, I just, I feel like 90% of people on this just want sports to be sports. Like, that, like most people turn it on and they're like, oh my God, like whether they're liberal, conservative or not, they're like, just please... Just this is where I come to not think about those things. I, this is the little escapism we have, and you got to inject it into this too. I saw some meme or online conversation or something where they were like, I never expected in our nation's national divorce for the liberals to get football. And the yeah. guy's like, <laughs> well, they've got all the best lawyers. <laughs> you know, that's how that went down. Like, yeah, right, that makes sense. But, yeah, I, I think it'll eventually it'll just go back to normal. Everybody will stop kneeling, and it'll move on. I would think. Or, or people will stop caring. If they just didn't televise the kneeling, that might be a thing. They could show the fucking fireworks and the flag instead and they'll, you know, take their eyes off oh, it. Fake news. No, they're... they're, they're uh, fake they're, news. They're, they're going to keep it up. And uh, the, 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 I, hope, I want the NFL to die. I want it to die. I hate it so much. I hate it so much for well, so many different die. reasons. It's dying. It's, di- it, it's, it's going to shrink. It's not doing as well. I remember, like... Five years ago, they they were just talk, they were talking about how I think NASCAR is the the biggest like spectator sport, meaning mm-hmm. people I've attending the things. But they were talking about just how massive NFL was on television, how it just crushed baseball and anything else there was. And I, I'm I'm glad to see it slipping. I I'd love to see. I know baseball is kind of a boring game. I'd love to see a return to baseball. I'd like to see baseball slide in and be like the American sport. Like I, they should they should have a big baseball promo where like everybody's whole you know saluting the flag and fucking fighter jets flying overhead and they find that one like puerto rican guy who's kneeling and they just beat the dog shit out of him go play go play some football you piece of shit you're not a real american baseball am i crazy am i the only one who thinks that because they don't even play football elsewhere i think they're both pretty american they are i'll give you that but you know like there are other like dominican republic has tons of you know, players coming from there. Cuba, yeah. Cuba has a bunch of baseball ah, players. Japan has a, has a bunch of baseball players. I know, but it's still becoming an international game. American football, on the other hand, no one even plays that. Like, you, you couldn't get football play, pads at Dick's in France. Like, they won't yeah. stock that shit. Yeah, probably not. Like, that's, what is, <laughs> what's a European sports store like? Uh, do you, where's the soccer section? Oh, uh, at least the entire store? <laughs> over there we have the boss and then the shoes they seem to kick like our ass at golf too <laughs> every Ryder cup the europeans win i'm like what's up like i don't get like look i don't pay any attention to golf but when it becomes america versus someone else i'm like obviously let's go team usa and we lose the Ryder Cup like again and again. I haven't looked for all I know. We're on a winning streak now. But every time I've seen it, we lose the Ryder Cup. Like, how the fuck is America not the best at golf? Because you know the black uh, guy it, lost his goddamn be, mind. That's it how. be baseball that became the next most popular if the NFL died. I bet it would be college football. I bet um, that would yeah, be the next yeah. biggest College, college football is so massive. College football is wonderful. Because, so like, much more effort the, to the money's not there. You, the guys are still young. You don't have to, like, there's no sad stories, really, about, oh, yeah, that's old the Johnny. Are always morphing and changing. 
because it's only yeah. you know a few years with each player. Very dynamic. So like I, like, here's the thing with college football, in my opinion, your team can't win, right? I know Kyle's team's winning right now, but most people are from a place where your football team isn't going to have their turn. You know, like. It, it, the, the Hurricanes and the Flyers both win Stanley Cups every every now and then. My apologies to Blues fans. <laughs> <laughs> but your team can win. Your team can contest. Blues fans get President's Cups. You know, that's a thing. Uh, but, but when you go to NC State, you, like, I'll die and they'll never win the championship. Like it, yeah. Like it, yeah, probably so. I don't have enough years in me for that change they to They won't even win the ACC championship because Clemson is, is cemented in there as a powerhouse now. Like, like that... It, it it's it, the rich get richer, and and to be fair, Clemson clawed their way up that that ladder. You, yeah, Clemson just, was good in the '80s and then dropped in like the early 2000s or something, and now they're. I remember back. um, I, I listened to a ton uh, of like uh, Clemson sports radio okay. because it was like um, I don't know, maybe starting with about six years ago. I listened to it for about three years, something like that. And I remember when they hired Dabo Sweeney, they were doing really poorly. And, and and just uh, and Walt Deptula, the local sports guys, like this guy's got it figured out. You just watch. A few years from now, we're gonna have it all figured out. And like Jesus Christ, they didn't win the. I think they won the national championship. Yeah, I'm almost positive they won last year. Yeah, outrageous. But that won't yeah. happen at NC State. No, no, it won't happen there. <laughs> no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good point about college football, though. Where like, if you're a fan of, of. Uh, Purdue. God, what was the name of that team from like two years ago? Northwest Illinois or Northwest Illinois University or something, where they were like eleven and zero or whatever because they're in a in the MAC twelve or something. Yep. And yeah, yeah. even then, you know, they get put in a bowl game and they get you know shit housed because Hawaii, they're just maybe? not playing against. Yeah, maybe, maybe they played Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that, that might be right. And. So even then, it's like you can have your hopes up all year where you're like, oh, 10 and 0, 11 and 0, 12 and 0. And then you show up against a real team and it's like, oh, man, like we had the game set to very easy the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't play season. the bowl game on anything Recruit mode. standard. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had like a perfect season, but they were still only ranked like fourth or fifth or something like that. And there was all their fans were just losing their shit. And they're like, well, let's see how you do against Hawaii. And Hawaii beats them, of course. You know, it's, it's a good like, thing yeah, for you're... Georgia that there's playoffs now, because Georgia might be having to hope someone in front of them loses. If it was just the top two teams, they might not be ranked top two if they win out. Yeah, I I, I don't know very much about how the playoff system works. I, I I'd like to win the SEC championship. Let's start there. You know, like like it'd be nice to win the SEC because it's if you can't win to your division, it seems weird if you're the national champion to me, and and you can't win the division without beating Alabama. Uh, Mizzou so made it to I the SEC championship in <laughs> 2013 and 2014, and we got beat only a little bit by Auburn in 2013, and then the dream was shattered in 2014 when we played Alabama, and we were like, hey, maybe like people got to topple eventually, and then like halfway through the game, it's like, ah, this is not the time. <laughs> they, they are going to regain this championship. Mm. They're annoyingly good. That, not to compare me to these great teams, but in swimming, right? We were good. My high school, I, I, I just didn't start swimming until my senior year. And, uh, like, we were very excited. We, we were, I think we were, like, undefeated late in the season. We went up against this team, Vineland, and they had a 17-year winning streak. Not against us, against everybody. They hadn't lost everybody. a swim meet in 17 years. And it Shit. was like, maybe, you know, look, like, 
we're good this year. And uh, and we were good. You know, we had some guys finish top six in the state and stuff. And uh, we didn't beat Vineland. No. They just, <laughs> was, there, <laughs> they was there any... Like, By halfway through the meet, it was like, yeah, and now it's mathematically impossible. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we played one of the best female teams in the Midwest, 18 and under, uh, when we were 14 and under. Because uh-huh. you obviously play girls that are much older. And I remember going into it like, it's going to be so embarrassing if a girl scores on me. And then that like fear disappeared the second I faced the first shot. And I'm like, oh, I, that was probably just a bad shot. She probably didn't get that much on it. And then pass it back out and then the next one oh she's coming in for a breakaway she's got it in a de- no oh she, my defenseman caught her guess not okay like, <laughs> <laughs> and like at the end of the game it was like nine to nothing or something ridiculous like that where what? how disheartening is that as like an 18 year old girl to go out there against a bunch of 14 year olds all the guys who are like they're skating over to hit you and then the coach will be like steve no hitting he's like oh fuck shit like can't, can't hit girls. and uh yeah was, that was eye-opening I always facing that, sw- that that when you're facing that swim team, the undefeated swim team, is there ever is there any inclination to somehow cheat or to it, more importantly to sabotage them? Is there ever any like thought to like, man, if we could get like some some X lax brownies into these guys <laughs> or, or if we could dose them with LSD before the game or something like they'd be fucking ruined and, and will I, and will be the champions of the world. What did happen was this. Uh, like so, in swimming, you shave down and you you cut a little time off, right? Just by not being hairy and like full of drag. And uh, our coach gave us like a speech. He's like, you know what? This is always our last meet of the season. And typically, at this point in the year, we roll over and be like, hey, let's look forward to state, see if we can make some noise there, because we can't beat these guys. But this year, this year we don't roll over. I want everyone shaving down for this meet. We're gonna surprise them and you know show up and because in swimming it's weird in that. Really, it's the last meet of the season that counts. Like in football, all the other games, it, it, every game counts. In swimming, they will just break you down. It doesn't matter if you're tired or exhausted. It doesn't even really matter if you lose midseason. It's all about that one best race at the end. Your whole season is geared for that last race. And uh, we we were like, we're gonna treat Violin like the la- we're gonna have two last races this year and uh and we all shave down we all show up in like a special fabric swimsuit these paper suits they're a little smaller and uh we still got our asses kicked but (laughs) you know they showed up after all that shaving they fucking look like like some of the guys that they're like italians with like gorilla hair and like their leg hairs weren't weren't just hairy they were hairy and curly (laughs) and i'm like oh maybe maybe no, no, monsters. Do they get that thing where like you pull your arm out of the pool and there's just like a sheet of hair yeah. that like hangs <laughs> off? You know? uh, Robin uh, William Arms. This is. I think I've told this story before, swimming stories, but it was it was the uh, our female team in college. We had this one girl, Connie Wasserberg. She was amazing, incredible as a swimmer. She went all Black American girl. all four years. She's Puerto Rican, I think. Jewish. I forget. Wasserberg <laughs> is Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I could have fucked up her name, but she was, oh, she was um, Brazilian or something. And it, anyway, uh, she was incredibly good. And uh, we, we were up against this team. They were huge rivals on the girl side. And uh, it came down to the last race, which was a relay race. And like Connie was injured, so she didn't swim all season long. You know, she was just there. Her arm was like in a sling and everything, but she could swim. She was a monster. And uh, she didn't do any races, and it's tied. And she's like, put me in, coach. 
And he's like, what? Like, how, how can we do that? And uh, she's like, I can do this. I know I can do it. And anyway, she swims the anchor leg. It's like 400 free or something. So everyone goes four laps. And uh, every other lap, she swam with one arm. So she swam two arms out there blazing it, and then she'd rest it and swim back with one arm. And she fucking narrowed the distance and won the whole meet for everyone. Just like a magic trick. She could beat these wow. women with one arm. And, uh, That's impressive. Good yeah. to Wasserberg. Yeah. And then she ended Definitely up like, wasn't her name. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Yeah. She, she was... Uh, she was dark skinned and she grew new hair, no hair. So she never shaved down for meats or anything. She was afraid that if she shaved her legs, that she'd have a lifetime of having to shave her legs because it was such, it was like almost like you're like, I can't think like it probably like, like your back, Kyle, face. right? On, on your back, you don't really have hair, but if you were to look under a magnifying glass, there might be some okay. tiny little fuzz of a hair. Yeah. Uh, that's all she grew on her legs. Yeah, I still don't like that. Uh, she, she just the, the, uh, no hair at all uh, on women. Do you see that model who uh, uh, I guess she posed with the hairy legs and she started getting rape threats? Like, really? Like, like people who were offended by her hairy legs in the in, in her in the modeling picture. That 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 doesn't make sense to me. Do you know her like, name? Like, I want to see these pictures. Ah, you, they're disgusting. Um, is that bad? Like, about the whole rape threat. Thing yeah, they're they're the hairy like a on the internet. Face. I've never, like, what does that mean? I like, does that mean people are tweeting at them, like, I'm going to rape you? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess. That's like, common? Like, I haven't seen that. No, I've never seen that. Like, like I, I've, I've, oh. I, someone, I've received rape threats, but usually in a video game, you know? It's hairier yeah. than I thought. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, I, somehow, like, I actually don't think I've seen many, like, women with women leg hair. On natural. Yeah. And I, I expected uh, it to be really kind of mild, like not there. Legit. No, yeah, she looks like she's a high school boy or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that, you know, she and I have a very small, well, I, I, I got a pretty similar level of hair. I'm hairier. Uh, but, yeah. but if I were to see a guy with that leg hair, I wouldn't think that she, she was off the pace or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that's disgusting. Um, I wouldn't threaten to rape her, though. I mean, quite no. the opposite. Like, like yeah, right. you know, <laughs> you know what? Just, I'm gonna pass you over. Take that. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 my, my insult would be if I were cruel and trying to like, for some reason, attack a model online. Would be like, I wouldn't fuck you in a million years, you Chewbacca looking bitch. What's your problem? Like, like, come on, a apply some social norms. You think I enjoy put slapping on deodorant every morning? I just do. Because it's, ex it's what makes me acceptable to the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah, brushing your teeth isn't fun, but yeah. you do it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't enjoy wiping my ass. I'd like to just poop and go. But, you know. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe, maybe some of these hygiene things are actually <laughs> pleasurable, too. Because you don't want to walk so. around with shit ass. I'm, yeah. I'm with the, I, I, I was it Kyle or Taylor, but, like, these rape threats, I want to see them. I want to know how viable they are. Like, did someone make a threatening YouTube video directed at her, like, while driving his car saying he's going to rape her? Because that's, like, he's a level like a of intensity. Of face that, sticking his cock through the mouth. Yeah. Right I, but, that, like, that is, like, oh, my God, she is getting rape threats. This is crazy. That person's crazy. But if it's, like... Dude, I get rape threats for winning at Call of Duty, you know, like like that level of rape threat. Then it's like that's just the internet. Would you settle down? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, it's a woman too, so it's a it's a, it's a very different threat because like it takes quite a man to actually rape you. Like Brock Lesnar, you know, like mm -hmm. Joe Rogan's joke. 
<laughs> you throw a raping right on you. Right, you know? yeah, it, it, Rogan's joke is he would use me as a condom to rape somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. All right, that's we, we probably call the show there. Uh, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Go check out Nuggets. Uh, there's the <laughs> and uh, and uh, read your read your books, kids. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want a bunch of monsoons on. You don't you. want cardio. All right, PKN, episode 164.